Welcome to Deep Shift, a podcast about awakening on this planet and living in a vibrant new future. Hello, Soul Fam. Welcome to another episode of Deep Shift. This episode is being recorded, so if you want to follow along on YouTube, you can find the link at deepshiftnow.com. My guest today is a cosmic channeler, public speaker, and spiritual influencer who has the unique ability to communicate with higher conscious beings who have an interest in assisting humanity through this shift we are going through. She's a leader in the cosmic disclosure movement, and she is also the host of the Expand podcast. You can find her on YouTube by searching Elizabeth April and Instagram at Elizabeth.April. Elizabeth, thank you so much for being on the show. Yeah, thank you for having me. This is a perfect time to collaborate and get together and activate light codes. So I'm very happy to be here. Mm, Yes, I resonate with that very strongly. And I'm so excited for this conversation. I was introduced to you from a friend who sent me your YouTube video about this shift that's taking place in this planet. And um, there's so much to talk about. I want to get into briefly about your past, your past life regression at age 16, your Vipassana experience being abducted at, I think, 18, and also into what's happening on this planet right now. So um, perhaps you can perhaps you can go into uh, briefly kind of what your uh, life has been like up till this point. Well, it's been definitely never a dull moment um, in my life. Uh, So right now I'm 27 years old and I've really kind of been in tune with the other realms since childhood. So even at the age of two, my parents knew that I was seeing things and communicating with things that they couldn't necessarily see. So I was born with uh, extrasensory abilities and I was seeing ghosts and spirits and chakras and auras at a very young age. Uh, And of course, I was always the weird kid, right? (laughs) Um, Yeah, and so it was kind of difficult growing up. But like you mentioned, uh, you know, I went through really heavy depression. I was going through a lot of anxiety. And it's interesting because the main aspect of depression was I thought I had everything at the age of 16 years old that every 16-year-old would want, right? I had a good family life. I was getting okay grades in school. I had lots of friends. I was doing really well in sports. I had everything, um, and yet I was so unhappy. And I was really questioning the very basic fundamental aspect of this reality. You know, who are we? Why are we here? You know, there's got to be something more than this, than these four walls. And I went to psychologists. I went to doctors. I went to my high school teachers. I asked my parents. I even remember going to a priest to say, all right, you're the authority figure. Tell me what's going on. What is the truth? What am I searching for? Why am I so depressed? And it wasn't until it was my dad, actually, who suggested a past life regression where things started to really open up for me, you know, and I never really considered that realm of answers. And so in this, you know, hour and a half long past life regression at the age of 16, I went into around five or six past lifetimes. And during that experience, you know, I started to see who I was in these past lifetimes. I was philosophers and shamans and, um, you know, individual teachers and healers, 
but I was also persecuted time and time again for having that access and, and that knowledge. But finally, I understood, right? I understood that, first of all, time is, is an illusion. At 16 years old, I was able to see five past lifetimes in an hour and a half. I mean, that's crazy. Uh, and also that reincarnation is real. Uh, and this is not our only incarnation. This is not our only existence. And by having that be this can of worms that was opened in my reality, I started doing past life regressions for other people at that age. And that's actually how I made most of my friends in university. You know, I'd go up to someone in, in, in the class who I felt like I resonated with and I'd say, hey, have you ever questioned if you've lived another life? Uh, and it was cool, it was amazing, right? I mean, I was once again, that weird kid, but all of a sudden I put myself in this position where I was the objective observer of hundreds, if not thousands of lifetimes. Um, and it was amazing, you know? And at a certain point in time, I felt like not everyone was able to be regressed. So I started to put myself into a trance-like state and regress myself. And that's when I started astral traveling and remote viewing. And that's when I started to explore Earth's hidden human history. If I could get into a space in this quantum, you know, astral plane where time doesn't exist and space is an illusion, then I can go back in time and see, you know, who Jesus was, or I can go back and check out what was happening during ancient Egypt. And that's what I did. I explored every facet of this reality until the age of 18, when I went away to a 10 day meditation retreat and, uh, and on the second night of the meditation retreat, I was physically abducted and very consciously abducted by interdimensional beings. And, and this species in particular were the tall whites. Before that abduction experience, if you asked me if aliens existed, I would probably say that you would be a little bit daft not to believe that there's intelligent life out there in the universe, but I would laugh if you told me that they were actually here. And the reason why I would laugh if you told me that the aliens were here is because why here? Why us? Why now? Aren't there trillions of terrestrial planets out there in the universe? You know, why are humans special? Aren't we the, just this ant-like, you know, species? Um, we're so unevolved. And so after having that cosmic disclosure at 18, all of a sudden I started going into past lifetimes and future lifetimes off this planet. All of a sudden, I started getting very curious and interested in who was I in other lifetimes and what is my purpose now, uh, you know, and doing this for other people as well. So that's kind of a little bit of an overview um, of my experiences. And, and I mean, that was 18. So that was about 10 years ago. And ever since then, I've been astral traveling, remote viewing, obviously in deep telepathic conversations. I've been connected with the Galactic Federation of Light and many councils within the GFL. Uh, and, and really my purpose is with this knowledge and, and perspective and information is how can we awaken humanity in a way that is graceful enough that it doesn't shock them um, out of this matrix, right? Because we need to be still integrated into this matrix in order to transmute it. Wow, well put. Interesting journey up to this point. Um, the Galactic, you said Galactic Federation of Light, right? What, could you describe what that is um, to people who may not un understand or have heard that before? 
Yeah, so the Galactic Federation of Light is basically, I consider it to be like a government system out there in the universe. And they are the good guys. Um, and I was pretty disappointed to understand their existence because I was studying global political economy in university at the time. And I was like, you're an eighth dimensional Palladian. Why do you need a government? You know, why do you need a structure? Uh, can't you just govern yourselves? And that's when they kind of told me about the binary aspect of this universe and how just as much as we have light, we also have dark. And we need this kind of structure in the universe in order to make sure that that darkness does not get out of balance with the light. So they basically just align things uh, in the universe, but they have a lot of knowledge because they're always that objective observer for uh, not just this planet, but for every planet and every galaxy in the universe. And um, so from what I'm familiar with, there's uh, ET presence all around the planet kind of watching at this time, kind of like a gardener watches over its garden. And we are, in a, in a way, an experiment, in a way, a family with them, in a way, DNA relatives. And um, what we're going through right now is a pretty significant moment in the universe, in that to have this many people, billions and billions, all go through a sort of awakening uh, experience or a shift at the same time is pretty significant. Is, is, that what you're, is that what you understand as well? Yeah, absolutely. So I, I definitely, you know, believe that we are an experiment. Uh, and I also believe that we are the children of a multitude of different interdimensional beings. That's why we're so important. That's why we're so significant. That's why we have eighth dimensional and 12th dimensional and fourth dimensional and sixth dimensional beings all interested in our lowly third dimensional species. And the, the fact is, is that we're not actually just this lowly third dimensional Neanderthal species at all. We are this magnificent, you know, interdimensional being ourselves because we have this DNA from our, our cosmic relatives or cosmic family members. Now, as the vibration increases on this planet, it's actually triggering our DNA to unlock so that we can once again all be psychic. We can once again all have the ability to remote view and astral travel and lucid dream and have telepathic conversations with each other. We're getting back to that place. And what I've channeled from the Galactic Federation and from my exploration of the hidden human history is that we're a giant prophecy. And I believe that we as human beings are a peace treaty. And what they explained to me way back in 2012 is that if we can love each other as an interdimensional, you know, hybrid species that we are, if we can all get along and love each other with all the different aspects of DNA that are expressed here, then we've basically created peace within the universe. Right? So they've had many peace treaties before between the light, the high vibrational beings and the low vibrational beings. But every single time someone collapses or overrides that peace treaty, we are, I believe, a living, breathing, walking, talking peace treaty. And if we can find love, then we basically won the war, love within ourselves and love for each other. That is peace. If we find peace here, we create peace in the universe. 
if we bomb ourselves, like, you know, it's happened before, ancient Atlantis is a good example of that, um, then, then we destroy that peace treaty and, and life goes on in the universe and the battle between light and dark continue. So, you know, talking about this being not only just the master planet, but the epicenter of one of the biggest wars that have been waged throughout the entire universe for all of eternity. Yeah, this is a pretty significant time <laughs> right now for everyone, not just for humans. Wow, that's amazing. I, I haven't heard it that well put. That's incredible to describe the significance of Earth and of humans of being on this planet. It reminds me of Dolores Cannon, uh, author of so many of the past life regression books, when she said to have a life on Earth is like having a, a badge of honor. Yeah. And, and to be here. And what I find really interesting about it is that we all look like humans, but some of us may have been from other planets or other dimensions or angelic realms and chose to come here and live in a human body. So it's like we're all walking around looking like human beings, but really what's walking around are a bunch of different species and aliens and creatures and, and you name it. It's, it's kind of a melting pot of the universe. <laughs> it is. It is. It's yeah. crazy. Um, do you feel like what's happening on this planet right now is um, a positive thing? Like, do you see the way in which we're headed in a, a highlight or kind of in a, a dark light? Oh, absolutely. A hundred percent light all the way. Um, the thing is, we've been in darkness. We've been blinded. We've been in this, you know, World War Three battle for years, for years, for generations. We've been blinded. We've been manipulated. We've been controlled. They have had the upper hand and, and now things are changing. Sorry about that. No um, and now things are changing, you know, now things are evolving. So right now what we're seeing and the reason why people are kind of getting sucked into the potential of um, fear, let's call it right. Or the dark side, thinking that things are getting worse is because really, truly, uh, all of that low vibrational frequency, all of that control, all of that manipulation is being purged on the planet. So it's all coming to the surface. So when you go through an individual awakening experience, all of your shit comes to the surface. All of your low vibrational frequency comes to the surface. All of those rooted emotions and traumas come to the surface. And it feels like things are getting worse in that moment, but you're actually just raising your vibrational frequency. And it is quantum physics that states that two different frequencies of a different vibration can no longer or cannot coexist in the same space. So the light and the dark in its extreme polarities cannot coexist. This is where at a global level, we're seeing the splitting of one reality into two different realities because the polarities of the vibrations are so extreme at this time. That's where you get glitches in the matrix, the Mandela effect, um, times being very lucid and weird. You know, it, it's all correlated to this giant awakening. This is the time. There are so many beings on this planet who are coming online and essentially waking up to their mission. I only see good things happening moving forward. This is only ever a beautiful, incredible thing that's going on, but we have to see the collapse of the old world in order to step into the new. Mm, yeah, yeah, I, I, I agree, I agree. It feels very positive to me and that there is, 
there is still a lot of, you know, destruction and pain and there is crazy things that are happening to a lot of people and a lot of their experiences. But overall, there's been such good that's been happening amongst people who are now reconnecting with family or, you know, working out karma with family or in their relationships. And I personally have done a lot of self-growth work, different workshops and retreats and all different kinds of things, psychedelic trips, like all to look in myself and see um, any sort of darkness that I can turn into light or shadows that I can bring to light and how I can grow as a person and consciously doing a lot of this work. Um, but for people who might not have done that and just kind of do the whole go to, go to work, come home, sleep, you know, repeat, um, it seems like this is a time for a lot of introspection on what is their purpose, what is their reason for being here, and what do they actually want in this life. And if they're not quite aligning with that, I feel like they're going to feel some disharmony. And it's all going to come to the surface. I saw your latest video where you talked about um, describing how can people who are kind of in a low frequency enter this new phase. And it's like, well, imagine oil being poured into water. Yeah. You know, the two are just, they just separate. They just naturally completely separate. Yeah. Um, do you have, have you heard of, or do you know of any sort of timelines in terms of what is potentially ahead of us? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so 2019 was very significant. And this is a year where I was kind of telling all of my people to get online, like online as far as like raise your vibration understand yourself and step into the role of a teacher. I was pushing so many beings in 2019, but more specifically between 2016 and 2019, um, there was a huge ego death and a huge kind of transference of frequency in all of the ambassadors and the star seeds and the crystalline children of this planet to once again get to a level where we can help the rest of the 8 billion people on this planet, right? So 2016, 2019, if you had an ego death, if you lost your job, if you changed your relationship, if you moved your house, if you shifted your entire life to be, like you said, in more harmony and more alignment, then you're a teacher. You know, you have to realize that. And that's why at this time you're seeing everyone else around you completely collapse and you're like, okay, cool. I'm good. Yeah. I switched everything up. <laughs> uh, and it's because you've already done the work, right? And so 2016, 2019, huge kind of collapse and rebirth of teachers to get them prepared and online for this next huge timeline, which is, and it keeps coming to me, 2020 to 2024 is a huge timeline of global collapse. So we're going to see everything, the economic, the environmental, the education, the governmental, the religious, all of these aspects, mass media, you know, this blind faith in celebrities and musicians and, you know, whoever else who are kind of leading the, uh, the mindset and the control mechanisms of the society. There's going to be a huge collapse of all of those structures between 2020 and 2024. Only after 2024 are we going to see a global rebirth, but that does not mean that you as an individual have to wait until that time to have your own individual rebirth. So all of the people who haven't done the work, they're also going to go through an ego death. They're also going to go through a collapse. And the interesting thing is their consciousness is in alignment with the global collective 
you know, call them sheeple or whatever. But as society collapses, they collapse. As society grows and rebuilds, they grow and rebuild. And once again, that's why we need individuals like you and I, and probably all the listeners who are here right now, who have already done the work, and that's why you're here, uh, to, to really step into your role as a teacher, to really remember who you are and understand that piece of the puzzle so that you can basically help usher in this new vibration for the rest of the planet. Because now all of a sudden we have these chickens with their heads cut off, running around, freaking out, creating this chaos frequency on the planet, when if anything, we need to be in celebration mode, like we've, we've lived a lifetimes to get here. Now we're finally here. Now it's time to relax a little bit, but also gear up for the changes that are going to be coming. And from a higher perspective, what is, uh, what is the pandemic? What from the perspective of, because there's the third density, which is, okay, there's a virus going around the planet. Um, what does that look like from a, a higher perspective? Yeah, good question. So I actually kind of break it down into the three different dimension densities in order to explain, you know, where your perception level or vibration is going to be at with this. So like you mentioned, the third dimension density, a lot of fear, um, this thing is going to kill us, which I think is very beautiful because the biggest fear that any human can have is the fear of death, the fear of everything that they've ever built and created gone, right? So all of their attachments, it's like, oh my goodness, we don't know if we're going to live or die. That's when you really shift. That's when you really make the changes, right? Um, you just like go of every, oh, wow, that $50,000 car or whatever, it doesn't matter anymore, right? Oh, that fancy job or that nine to five or this label that I put on myself doesn't matter anymore. Great. Who am I really? That's what everyone's discovering. So third dimension density perception of the virus is uh, fear, fear and death. You know, it's like the worst case scenario. Um, the fourth density, the fourth dimension density perception of the virus is all about conspiracy, right? All of a sudden you're like, hmm, Something's not quite right here. Something else has got to be going on. And then you go a little bit deeper and you don't really have to go that deep these days to find the truth about hmm, maybe it's not a virus. Maybe it's 5G. Maybe it's the reptilians. Maybe it's adrenochrome. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's Q. Who knows, right? But the problem with that is that you go down the rabbit hole. And if you don't have the structure of discernment, which most people, you know, take years to develop, uh, you're going to spiral, right? So there's a lot of people who are waking up, but they're stuck within the conspiracy movement, which, I mean, I've been through that too, and that's great, but it's not until you raise your vibration even higher above the fear, above the conspiracy, and then you're like, whoa, this is all being divinely orchestrated, and for whatever reason, I'm excited, and I don't know why, right? So these fifth dimension density individuals are excited, they're like, I've never been so calm in my life <laughs> and I have no idea why, right? So they don't even know why they feel excited about what's happening. But essentially my perception of what's going on is we needed a global, let's call it a catastrophe, right? Who knows what, what we can actually label it. Uh, we needed a global catastrophe, a global pandemic. We needed the exact same reality to affect every human being on the planet Mm. in order to actually harmonize and align for a mass global shift. Say, for example, the 9-11 attacks, that was huge, but that really just impacted 
America. And that impacted, I mean, everyone knew about the 9-11 attacks, but once again, that was more focused on America. This is global. So originally, I always thought it was going to be a solar flare. And to be honest, um, I'm still getting the messages that a solar flare is coming and that everything that's happening right now is kind of aligning us to that point in time where that solar flare is going to happen. So who knows? But anyway, so yeah, so I always thought that, you know, one huge massive thing needed to happen to the global collective in order to shift the global collective. And this is what's happening. That's kind of in brief. So the number one thing that people need to keep in mind is don't get caught up in what is right, what is wrong, what is the truth, who are the good guys, who are the bad guys. You're literally getting caught up in the fourth dimension density. I mean, you're not stuck in fear necessarily, but you're still playing the game of polarity and you're still keeping yourself small by doing that. Rise above polarity altogether and say, I trust that I'm here on this planet at this time for a reason. And I trust that it's all going to work out or else I wouldn't be here to begin with. You have consciousness, you have awareness, you have connection for a reason because you're supposed to be here to usher in this new vibration. Yeah, it's really such an opportunistic, I guess that's the wrong, that has kind of a negative connotation, but there's so many opportunities right now for people who step into hope and step into creation because everyone is paused. Like you're saying like, yeah, September 11th was really the US. Like we all felt that very strongly here, but the whole world is experiencing this. And that's just, it's mind blowing to think about everyone being inside and being so introspective all at the yeah. same time on this planet. <laughs> it's, it's so cool. It's so cool. Um, and to, yeah, to step outside of the fear and to step into, into creation energy and into um, the hopeful energy, I think it's very magnetic and very attractive to a lot of people. And what we're seeing is this shift online. Everyone's hopping online. Everyone's at home. So the internet is just, you know, yeah. 10 times what it's normally, the traffic, what it's normally at. And um, I think there's going to be a big surge in online businesses and online creations and people focusing on what they personally want to create and put out there. And something that I've been saying a lot is now's the time to create. If you want to start that business, now's the time. Yeah. And like my brother, for example, he has the normal, you know, nine to five job, but right now he's working at home and he loves at home he loves it he doesn't want to think about going back and i think there's a lot of people all around the planet who are had that same thought they're like this is actually kind of nice being with family and being able to not have to go to the do a commute and what can i do to make this continue to happen um so yeah very it's, it's a great time for people who are listening to get started and to really step into that creation energy now you mentioned solar flare, the solar flare. And this is something that I've heard from multiple people and multiple sources as a potential future reality. What, what does that mean? What would that look like? And what would that create? Mm -hmm. Yeah, good question. So I just want to let people know, especially people who don't know kind of what I do or how I do it. The, all the information that I have strictly comes from channeling. Like I said, remote viewing, past life regressions, um, connecting to the Galactic Federation, other interdimensionals, universal source as a whole. Um, so I don't do any external research, right? So people just need to know that because I didn't read a book and say, hey, a solar flow is going to happen. This really came direct from the Galactic Federation. And I honestly believe it was, time is kind of weird, but I think it was 2018 or 2019. I honestly think it was 2019 um, last year when they told me this and I did a video on it right away because I just told people 
it's time to get prepared. And so I went to go, I astro traveled over to the Galactic Federation ship, this huge mothership. And they said, Elizabeth, you know, we have information for you that you need to give humanity. And they said, we're giving you this information because right now it's 60% likely to happen. So it's not an astounding amount, like 98%, but they said it's, it's just enough that people need to know that this is a good possibility. And so they basically gave me this image and it's, it's, they have like a holographic projector and they showed me this image of this beam of kind of like red orange light hitting the planet. And at first I, you know, I asked them, I said, what is this? Is this an alien invasion? Is this a, an energy directed weapon from the government? Like what, what's happening? And they said, no, it's actually a solar flare. And I'm like, whoa, okay. And they showed me this solar flare hitting very specifically the top of Russia, just because they showed me where it was going to hit on the planet. And I said, what is this going to do? And they told me that it was going to wipe out the electrical grid of the planet. So the whole grid of the planet uh, was going to be wiped out because of the solar flare. And I, I mean, I looked up the science behind it after because I didn't even know it was possible. Turns out a solar flare does have the potential to wipe out the entire electrical grid and the internet system on the planet. That's completely realistic. And they said that this is the, the days and the nights of darkness that they originally told me about back in 2012. And, you know, at the time, I'm like, you're talking about biblical stuff back in 2012. They told me, well, the planet's going to go through a three day and three nights of darkness. And this is when I started to get all my survival gear, right? I have like bug out bags galore and I've got food stored away. And I've had that since 2012, since they told me about this. And they said, during this period in time, during this three days and three nights of darkness, that's how they told me, but it could be longer. They said that um, we're supposed to get prepared only because we're supposed to be out of fear at that time. So as long as you have everything you need, you don't have to be fearful in that moment. And they said that really what's going to happen is that the planet is going to get hit with a huge electrical magnetic frequency wave that's going to hit the planet, that's going to penetrate through the planet, that is basically going to, and it once again, sounds kind of biblical, but this vibrational wave they said was intelligent and it was going to kind of judge people based on where their frequency is at. And whoever was in a high vibrational frequency was going to ascend to this new planet. And whoever was in a low vibrational frequency was basically going to leave the planet. They didn't tell me how that was going to happen. Um, and back in 2012, when they originally told me about these three days and three nights of darkness, I was fearful for everyone that I knew. All the students in university classes, all my friends, every single one of my family members, I was like, oh, well, they're not going to ascend. They have no idea what's going to go on. They think I'm crazy, right? Now, if you were to tell me that this wave is going to hit the planet and people are going to ascend or not, I'd say, wow, pretty much everyone I know is going to ascend. They're going to move on. Um, because all you have to do is you have to be willing to change in order to move into 5D. That's it. Everyone's like, how do I move into 5D? Am I in 5D right now? You just have to be willing to change. It's really only like the darkest of the dark, the stubborn of the stubborn, the, 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 the deep negative, you know, the very, there's very few people on the planet who are, are just simply not willing to have an ego death. And, and, and we're all kind of preparing for this shift to take place. And yeah, and so they told me in 2019 that the solar flare was going to hit in 2021. 
This is what they told me. Once again, I don't do any of this external research, uh, but you know, based on future timelines, everything can and does change, right? Based on the collective consciousness, we have to call this in. But I do believe that another moment like this is going to happen to be that final kind of kicker into this new frequency and to kind of move those old frequencies off the planet. That's basically, you know, what I know about the solar flare and the days and nights of darkness and, and why that is supposed to happen and needs to happen on the planet. Yeah, very, very interesting. And uh, it makes me think of what's happening right now in that the, it's this global pandemic, but what we're right now, like we're seeing, it's, it's been going on since December. It started in December and, and just right now we saw the price of, you know, oil go to negative uh, zero. I think it was negative like $38 a barrel. Um, we, we're seeing a lot of the production lines all crumbling right now. We're seeing it happening. Like with the meat industry, they're saying that they have to kill all the livestock and then they can't grow new livestock because it's just the whole supply chain. It's all mixed up. And, you know, if you look at a higher perspective, you start to see the pollution going down. You start to see, yeah, all the tortured animals needlessly tortured for just tastiness is that's all, you know, fading away ever so slightly. And with something like a solar flare, if this were to happen, I could see it really pushing people to green technologies, to solar energy, to, to new forms of energy. Um, is that anything you've heard about in terms of new forms of energy or uh, any sort of inventions in, in that realm? Oh, yeah. I mean, it's beautiful because I've been connected to some very powerful light workers throughout the years through my sessions from people all over the world. And, you know, obviously I can confirm things like free technology that have been out there for a very long time now, but have also been suppressed by right? free energy technology. Um, but also, you know, I have clients of mine who are taking pollution from the air and actually converting it into usable fuel for your car. Right? I mean, you cannot even imagine the technology and the like my client last week, she told me that she has a patent and an invention for biodegradable plastic wrappers that are actually edible that you could just throw in your garden, you know, mm -hmm. but she said that years ago, 10 years ago, when she tried to put this out there, it was suppressed. So we have the technology, like I cannot express enough that we have the solutions for everything environmentally, for everything technologically. Um, we have these solutions, they have been suppressed. Things like hemp can, can override all of the deforestation that we're doing on the planet right now. Hemp, you know, it's, it's been a solution out there since the, since frickin' Lincoln, you know? And so because of lobbying, because of big pharma, because of these corporations, all of these um, solutions have been suppressed. Now is the time we are gonna be forced to bring these solutions to light. Um, and it's, it's kind of mind boggling because back in ancient Atlantean and Limerian times, we had all of those solutions. We had free energy. You know, that's what the pyramids were made for was free energy technology. And now we're like, okay, cool. We're back on board. Glad we went through that, you know, which is, is funny. But once again, all of those solutions are in place. All of these light workers are ready. They just need that go. You know, they just need that, that start that green light. Yeah, yeah. It's humans. We we needed a shakeup. Yeah. We oh yeah. We just uh, we were just headed down a direction of just 
polluting the planet and just not taking care of this earth. And it's like people were trying so hard, like so many of my friends who are activists, you know, for green energy and all that good stuff. And it's it's such an uphill battle. And so many people are just so focused on money, making money, the corporations, you know, stockholders, all of that. And it's like, yeah, like we, we needed a shakeup and we need a shakeup. And it's, it's, you know, otherwise like people can see this as, as not a good thing, all the catastrophes that are happening. But the, uh, the alternate to that is literally the entire planet or at least all of humanity self-destroying. And (laughs) that I could say is much worse than the, you know, a little bit of, 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 uh, the crazy things that are happening on this planet right now. Um, I, I love all the messages that you receive from the galactic federation of light. Uh, have there been any messages recently that you feel like sharing or anything that's sounded interesting enough to, uh, yeah, share with a wide audience? Mm -hmm. I think the main thing that just keeps coming through is for people to really take their power back in every element of society and even the way that we were taught in school and raised in religion and this and that, you know, we've all been kind of taught that there's an authority figure or there's a teacher or you're always going to be, you know, just a student or you're always going to have that nine to five or what have you. And so now all of a sudden by collapsing our attachment to identity, which essentially keeps us safe, you know, we are reclaiming our power and understanding that we can be anyone that we want to be. So the main message just for everyone that the Galactic Federation has been pushing for years now is to really start to wake up and understand that you are far greater than just who you think you are. And even just understanding yourself as a hybrid being, you know, and understanding that interdimensionals have been splicing their DNA with us since the dawning of humanity. And if they haven't been splicing their DNA with us, we would still be cavemen. We would still be Neanderthal. You know, we would still be just homo sapiens. They were the the missing link. And so if you think that aliens are powerful and high IQ and have incredible technology and incredible connection to source, then guess what? You are one of those two and you are innately psychic. You are innately intuitive. You are... deeply connected with the global consciousness and the collective consciousness of the universe. And it's time for us all to wake up to that fact and stop disempowering ourselves in this binary, you know, polarized matrix illusion. Are most of the beings that you communicate with in this solar system or this galaxy? Yeah, most of the beings that I communicate with are in this galaxy, but there's a lot of beings in this galaxy at this time because they are all here for the show. You know, they come from all reaches of the universe and they are so excited to be firsthand watching what's happening on planet Earth. And so I get to communicate with a variety of beings that I never typically would have um, if it wasn't for this time period right now. What kind of beings make up the Galactic Federation? Do we have five hours? <laughs> um, there's so many. There's so it's infinite. It's so infinite. Uh, it's it's even incomprehensible. But I would say I'm going to list off the main species that have been 
here for the hybrid project, the main beings that have been splicing their DNA with us um, over the past you know, number of years. These are just the main ones. I believe that there's probably triple the amount that I'm gonna list off that have spliced their DNA with us, but these are the main ones. And keep in mind that we have extremely high vibrational DNA within us and extremely low vibrational DNA within us because that's a part of the peace treaty. We needed the, the high vibrational and the low vibrational beings to come together to create us in order for us to have that, you know, be that peace treaty and get along. So we, so from my understanding and my research and after traveling, um, we have Palladian DNA, no surprise there. That's pretty much the main high vibrational one we have. Angelic DNA, lots of angels on this planet, lots of earth angels on this planet, lots of angelic DNA. Uh, we also have gray, uh, gray DNA within us as well, very logical, analytical. Um, we also have Anunnaki DNA within us um, as well. And they were kind of one of the original seed planters on this planet. And then the last one that we have, other than the Neanderthal, which I definitely believe that we, obviously we have that element within us. Uh, we also have reptilian, you know, a lot of reptilian DNA. I would say the most popular ones would be the Palladian and the reptilian DNA within us. That's the biggest divide within society. And each of us, I believe, have both of those. And I believe that the reptilians, these kind of giant dinosaur type humanoid beings have been on the planet long before humans were ever on the planet. And that's why they feel vengeful. That's why they feel this planet is originally theirs. And when I saw a discussion happening years ago between the reptilians and the Galactic Federation, and the, the Galactic Federation is like, you guys got to get off the planet. And they're like, but this planet is ours. I said, is it theirs? And all of a sudden I get this flashback of, oh my goodness, they were here long before humans ever were. So I don't blame them for being resentful for the, towards the human beings. I don't blame them for wanting to stick around. But if they want to stick around and be peaceful and harmonious, go ahead and do that. But if you want to stick around and manipulate and control, you know, that is no longer the time for that, you know, to exist, right? And then of course the Palladians seeded the planet back in ancient Lemuria and Atlantis. And that's when they all kind of came here and disseminated and, and helped the planet and, and the humans kind of grow and develop. So yeah, so yeah, it's been very, very interesting. But those are the main ones that I know of, uh, for sure, for sure. And then we have a variety of, of many other beings that are here that have also helped us along our way. So if there was someone watching or listening who is like, I want to do this, I want to channel, I want to communicate with these higher dimensional beings, how could they go about doing this? Yeah, good question. So this is another topic I could talk about all day, but essentially the main thing, really the only thing that you need to step into your psychic abilities and connect with your cosmic family is raising your vibration. And like I said, we can talk all day about what it means to raise your vibration, things like taking your power back, collapsing your identity, separating yourself from this matrix, letting go of fear, you know, understanding your truth. Uh, it's really important because if you think about communicating with an eighth dimensional Palladian being, you know, they're up here. We've got to go, they've got to go all the way down to the third dimension frequency in order to communicate with us. It's, it's too dense here for them to, to connect. So if we raise ourselves and we meet them halfway in the fifth dimension frequency, it's way easier for them to connect with us. It's really all just vibration because that's what we're living in, a vibrational universe. Mm. <clears throat> um, also, I saw you talking online about this 
what your things you're working on in terms of yeah raising your state raising your frequency and all of that which i think is super fun uh, very i'm very much into that as well um and you mentioned a shift masterclass. um what is that mm-hmm. yeah so you know i've been doing uh sessions now for about 10 years and i've really kind of noticed through objective observation that every human on their awakening path really kind of go through all the same elements and they all need to let go of the same elements in order to raise their vibration and enter into the fifth dimension frequency. So it took me an entire year to put together all the information that I have uh, specifically related to shifting between third dimension and fifth dimension. And I put it into a course. So it's a two month program or a four month program, depending on your, your timelines. And it is basically developed to take someone from fear and attachment and limiting beliefs and old past lifetimes and transmute that energy into the higher vibration, right? The whole course is meant to shift you into that higher vibrational frequency. And then once you're in that fifth dimension density, you can do anything, right? You're really, truly living the most limitless and and free life that you possibly can. So uh, it took me a long time to put it together and, you know, years to really understand objectively. And now I'm finally releasing the course to people. And, uh, and it's really incredible and, um, and it's quite affordable for most people as well, which is beautiful because I just want to get this out there to as many people as possible who really need it. And I tell, I tell my people all the time, if you're feeling good and you're in the 5D and you've let go of all your limitations and addictions and attachments, you don't need this course. Uh, you're already there. If you're struggling, if you're still stuck, but you know that there's you know, light at the end of the tunnel, then this course is for you. Mm. And it's out now. Yeah, and it's out now. I just released it. So uh, it's very exciting. I'm, I'm super happy to kind of be presenting this to people. And I, I've already taken about 10 or 11 students through the course uh, from all different demographics and backgrounds and all over the world. And wow, did they ever see a shift. Um, and actually, one of my beta students was an MK Ultra victim. So if wow. you can imagine the amount of like, the deep amount of trauma, physically, mentally, psychically. Uh, and she was the one that shifted the most. I mean, she was so ready. And, and she told me, she's like, no one has ever believed in me the way that you do through this course. And that was just so amazing. And then, of course, you take the family man and the, you know, the couple over here and, and all of that. And it's just really great, you know. I and mean, all humans really just need the same thing, support and structure and, you know, a little bit of that um, accountability and motivation. Yeah, I, I just love that you put it all together and, and are helping people. And I really see this being the new paradigm of yeah. all of us. Like the reason why I'm, I just, I'm excited about it and I want to talk about it and kind of help you promote it in a certain way is because this is helping people, making money while helping people, I think is the new paradigm. Yeah. Whether it's coaching, whether it's courses, I just think that that's where the, all the money is going to come from because things are going to become automated with artificial intelligence, robots, et cetera. And, you know, then what do people spend their money on? It's bettering their self. (laughs) And I have spent a lot of money bettering myself on like physical (laughs) courses, online courses, you know, like sexuality, um, enlightenment, like all these different sorts of fun things to expand my own being. And wow, like it's really awesome. Life gets better and better and better with the more we expand. 
Uh, I'm very into the chakra system, so I like to focus on each one, and each one just has so much magic behind it. Um, so if people are interested, that's at elizabethapril.com. Yeah, just email me. It's not public right now because um, there's a vetting process. So if you want to become oh, cool. a student, like I just have to tap into your energy and, and you fill out a form and we just make sure it's aligned for you because like I said, I don't want you wasting your time and money saying I'm good and I want to just develop my psychic abilities. And I'm like, oh, it's not really about that. Um, so I want to make sure that people are aligned. So you can just email me um, and let me know that you're interested and I'll send you over all the information. Nice. That's really cool. Yeah, that sounds like a, a very beneficial program. Yeah. Um, so what else? Is there anything else that you wanted to t- chat about that I haven't yet brought up? Um, I think one more thing is just talking a little bit about glitches in the matrix and just also just weird symptoms. Like I would call glitches in the matrix also just weird symptoms that people are experiencing. So I just want to like remind people that if you're going through aches and pains in your body, if you feel very exhausted, if you feel like you ate your entire fridge in one day, or you feel like you haven't eaten at all in an entire week, that's okay. Like your body is going through such a shift at this time. People, you know, all my clients and people will come to me saying, Elizabeth, I haven't done anything at all in quarantine and yet I'm still so exhausted. And I said, it's because you've allowed yourself space to shift. You've allowed yourself space to transmute where you didn't allow your space, yourself that space before. So even though physically it doesn't feel like we're doing a whole lot, on the back end, energetically, there's a lot going on. And you really need to hold space for yourself, give yourself extra amounts of love these days, and really just listen to your body, right? So just with the symptoms, it's really important. Um, I just wanna say one more thing about the symptoms, and then I wanna talk a little bit about the glitches. So one symptom that is really scaring people these days is the breathing issues. So I just wanna briefly talk about it. it's really scaring people because the coronavirus is, you know, a breathing issue. It's a respiratory issue. But I just want to validate, too, that, you know, uh, maybe about a month or two ago, I was waking up for a solid month and I was unable to catch my breath. I felt like I couldn't, I couldn't get enough oxygen in. And then also I felt this crazy anxiety attack come on right before bed where I was hyper-focused on my breath. So shortness in breath, pressure on the chest not being able to breathe properly. When I tapped into the collective and I tapped into universal source and I asked what was going on, the answer that I received is that we need to recorrect our ability to breathe in order to enter into the fifth dimension frequency. We're literally being retrained how to breathe properly in the fifth dimension frequency. And that's why we are being forced to be aware of our breath because that's the only constant in our, you know, in our reality. So I just want to let people know that because a lot of people are freaking out. When I first released that and, you know, a month ago, and I said, is anyone else experiencing breathing issues? I got hundreds of replies back of people all saying, oh my goodness, I thought that I was getting sick. And now I'm just validated that, you know, I'm moving into a new frequency. So that's just important. Um, and then the, the weird glitches in the matrix. I'll just kind of briefly talk about this because it's such an expansive topic. But as we raise our vibration, and then one more thing I want to say about raising your vibration, you cannot expect yourself to be in 5D all the time. 
I just want to let everyone know that I have shitty days. I have third dimension days. And people are surprised when I say that because I'm such an optimistic person. But yeah, for sure. I mean, yesterday I was exhausted and tired and I kept stubbing my toe and dropping things and breaking things. And I'm like, what's going on? You know? And so it's okay. It's okay to flip back and forth from 5D to 3D. It's okay to have terrible days and beautiful days. Um, you're going to be doing that for the next four years at least. Okay. So that's fine until everyone's online and on board and we can actually maintain that high vibration. Um, and then, yeah. And then just with the glitches, when we raise our vibration, both space and time get a little bit weird. And I'll give you just a couple of things to think about and I'll leave it at that. So things like physical objects disappearing, physical objects duplicating, um, time slowing down, time speeding up, time standing still, um, you having more deja vu moments than usual, right? Uh, you having precognition, so knowing that something's going to happen before it happens. Or what I've been getting recently is someone tells me about a dream that they've had that I was in and I remember the dream. It's, it's really weird. It's almost like this surreal, surreal feeling of you kind of it's almost like the veil of this matrix reality is being thinner and thinner and being lifted. And in that way, you're way closer to everything that's going on in the astral realms and the astral frequencies. So it's almost like, oh yeah, I remember that. But how did I remember that? Because that didn't actually happen, right? So it's this time, space, your reality, it's going to get really weird. And, uh, and that's okay. That's actually a really cool and brilliant sim symptom of the fifth dimension frequency. So I just kind of wanted to put all of that on the table for people so that they know that they're not going crazy and that this is all a part of the awakening. Mm, yeah, because as reality starts to open up to this, these bigger possibilities, it, it's interesting. It's interesting <laughs> what is possible in reality. And what we've been used to is just what we've been used to. There is a lot more when time starts to unfold and, yeah. and you know, souls start to open up into their more expansive reality. Um, last night I woke up and while I was sleeping and I was dancing in my sleep. <laughs> like for, literally, like just like I've never danced in my sleep before. That's great. <laughs> but I also got this message and it was so strong that I wrote it down and it was um, spin to recalibrate. So if you feel like you need to like recalibrate your body, just like spin a few times in a circle. Mm -hmm. I was like, that's so fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that you bring up uh, symptoms because, yeah, sometimes things that feel negative um, actually are, are very, very positive at the end of the tunnel. Like, for example, I felt this like restriction in my body. Like, I just want to like curl up and um, knowing that, okay, that means there's something there. There's something really powerful at the end of that tunnel. So I, I was just with it and I let the energies flow. I kind of laid down. And then I started to feel like I needed to stretch. So I stretched and it felt like the energy was moving through my hands and through my body. And I was sitting next to this big piece of gorgeous selenite and that felt nice being near it. And then I had this feeling like this message wanted to come through. And I was like, wow, I've never felt that before. And so I went outside, it was at night and I sat in meditation and was just meditating under the stars. And I, started to like feel and hear these like messages come through that were talking that felt as though um 
I mean, okay, what it, what it said in my mind was that it was a Pleiadian, uh, like, light family. And the messages were that um, we've opened a channel and now you're going to receive messages. And the messages are uh, instructions for people. And so I was like, well, cool, what's the first instruction? <laughs> and the first instruction that, that just came in, uh, and it kind of just sounded like a, just voice it was like as clear as a thought just started speaking um that a really good thing to do in the morning is to ground and you ground by putting your hands or feet on the ground connect into the earth and also through the process of grounding you ground in your foundation so that whatever your foundation your morals your values are you sync that up with the earth energy and by doing that every morning you step solidly into your foundation and everything unfolds very naturally into that. So that was a really, really cool message that I received that started from just feeling this like restriction of like wanting to curl up on the couch. Beautiful. So, uh, yeah. yeah. And, and I want to say too, that, you know, uh, I get this a lot with people telling me their experiences of wanting to astral travel. Right. So they're like, Oh, well, I was laying in bed and all of a sudden I felt this uh, falling feeling. I felt falling, like I was falling back in my body or falling forward or what have you. And then it was so scary that I stopped it, right? So it's so important, like just for you, you were like, I felt this restriction and I embraced it. I surrendered to it. I worked with it, you know? And if you were maybe of a different vibration or different perception, you would have said, what is this? What's going on, you know? And you would have tried to get yourself out of it and you wouldn't have had that full beautiful experience. So uh, just, you know, it's important for people to understand transmuting those low vibrations and those fears and understanding that it's all happening for a reason and fully embracing that trust is what's going to allow you to fully surrender and open up to that new vibration. So much so. It could have been scary. Yeah. If I, I didn't yeah. understand. And a good thing to ask one's self is what is this experience trying to show me? What is this experience trying to teach me? And everything, every pain, every experience, when I stub my toe, I go, oh, what is this experience sharing with me, you know, to be more yeah. present or whatever drops yeah, yeah, in yeah. first. And to, uh, to ask that, yeah, just to recognize, because, you know, people will be experiencing all sorts of different things and to not be scared, just to realize that this is your higher self sharing something that is going to help you evolve and awaken. Yeah, absolutely. What an experience to be alive, huh? Yeah, it is. I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. It's such a great time to be alive. <laughs> so where can people find you online? Uh, where can they find more of Elizabeth April? For sure. So really just, you know, typing in my name into Google, Elizabeth April. Um, you'll find all the links there. Mainly right now, I'm really focusing on YouTube. Um, just a ton of content there. And if people are you know, do really resonate with the content that I bring through, then I also have a membership page on YouTube as well, where, where I dive even deeper for the people who are interested and really looking to expand. So yeah, so YouTube's the main thing, just Elizabeth April on YouTube, and you'll find all my content there, but also Facebook and Instagram and TikTok, I just signed up for, so doing it all. Yeah. Nice, going for it. Yes, and if you enjoy this interview, you're going to love Elizabeth's uh, Elizabeth's YouTube channel, great content, great lives that you do, very high frequency. I feel like uh, you are one of the channels on this planet right now that is bringing in the most accurate, 
beneficial information for this time. Oh, thank you. So thank you for doing what you do and for being such a light on this planet. For sure. Thank you so much for having me. This is great. Yes, it's been just a delightful conversation. And enjoy your time in Joshua Tree. Yay, thank you. <laughs> much love and talk soon. Yeah, absolutely. Bye for All now. Right, bye-bye.